and welcome to Living in the Past. We are a podcast that goes through a month of the 90s every single week. We are Almost. in our 1992 season. Um, this is our uh, April 1992 episode. And Hello. I'm <laughs> and forever messing up my perfect intros is my co-host Ben. Well, it's not perfect anymore because we don't go through a month every single week now. You're going well, to have to true. that up. Yeah, mate. Okay, well, sometimes we do bonus episodes too. So we've had our video game one, which was uh, quite well received. Got, got a bit of feedback about that. And today, as I said, we'll talk about April 1992. Um, but before we get into the 90s, we always talk about what we've been uh, watching and listening to. So this is Living in the Now. All right, so before you said that you went and saw a movie last night. In I the, did. In the cinema. In the cinema. Oh, wow. Um, a crowded cinema, I might add. Ugh. Yeah, it was really annoying because when we go to the one up the street from us, when you buy a ticket, it's like alternating seats. You can't buy them next to each other. Yeah. Then we went to Hoyt's, Ugh. who apparently didn't know how to set that up. And <laughs> I initially bought tickets in the afternoon. There was no one around us. Yeah. And then we got there and there was people in our seats Ooh. and our whole row was full. Ooh. So people, had, well, aside from like one or two seats, they had to move down so we could fit in. I also had to get someone out of my seat to sit Ooh, in and then wow. my seat was warm. Ooh. It was kind of nice though. Okay. The seats were <laughs> not like, nice though. Yeah, you're not complaining. He's like, can you be around us? <laughs> can you always sit in my seat beforehand just to warm it up? Uh, what did you see? Black Widow. Uh, oh, no. Like, Marvel. Oh, give okay. a shit. Yeah, but Rachel Weiss. Okay. Vice? Vice. Uh... <laughs> Rachel coconut ice cream. This is going well. <laughs> oh yeah, the waste bars. Yeah. <laughs> right, order uh, them for the store on the on, on yeah. the only one that ate them. It was yeah. amazing. I had a few. Yeah, probably because I liked Rachel Weiss. <laughs> did, you, did you watch Rachel Rachel Weiss yeah. eating your Weiss? <laughs> anyway, I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bought it on four stars. Ooh. Not white because it's it felt a bit long in places. Okay. Um, Everyone's like, really good though. Oh, not for a, a Marvel movie. It never seems too long. <laughs> Actually, it was probably pretty short in comparison to most. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So like two and a half hours. Yeah, it was only two hours and thirty nine minutes. Oh my god. Um, no, I, don't, I think it was just under two hours. Okay, that's good. Um, I've been watching. So, um, firstly, I've been listening to a couple of new podcasts. I've been listening to um, one called Pure Cinema. Which is um, you got two guys that are uh, in conjunction with the New Beverly in Los Angeles. They do like a lot of shows and like about niche films. There's a lot about horror movies, um, and they've also got like a few specials. So they did one on animal attack movies, and Ooh. I loved it. So um, I got the list from Letterboxd of that, and we've just been going through that. So Mal has been subjected to quite a lot of alligator movies in the last week. Oh, so God. we went like uh, Primeval, Rogue. Uh, alligator two. Um, oh, what else? We, we alligator one. We can't. I can't get alligator one anywhere. <laughs> it's really, really hard. Like it's like eighty dollars in Blu-ray to, to oh. buy. Um, we also watched Bait, this this Australian uh, shark slash supermarket heist movie. Okay, man. We that we had a time with that one. It was wow. awesome. Um, but yeah, so we've been mostly going through that. I watched Fear Street Part One. Kind of liked it. Yep. I know the second one, the 1978 one's out at the moment. We watched that the other night. Is it good? Yes. I've heard it's better. So, uh, In ways, it's better. I really liked uh, like, The only thing is that, um, man, they try to put so much 90s into, <laughs> into Fear Street Part 1. Um, and like, 
be doing this podcast, I'm like, that song wasn't released in 1994. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how good was it? It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah like man, like, and if you want to just like, it's just banger after banger after banger. Like, yeah. it's just it was ridiculous. Um, going so from like uh, garbage to Radiohead, and then unfortunately there was like way more um, uh, white zombie in there than I wanted. But you know, um, we rewatched. We wanted just a movie like um, uh, just to fall asleep to sort of thing. So we 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 wanted a comedy. Isn't and we, that any film? We chose, we chose waiting. Do you remember waiting? Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds and um your boy Justin Long. Yep, that is a bit problematic movie, dude. I can imagine. I like I was not aware like, and it's from two thousand and five or six, and I'm like, it is gross. And I used to like this film. I recommend back in the day. Yeah. I used to laugh at it, and I'm like, and then like I said to Justin, I was like, this is, it's, I think it's kind of like Clerks. It's fine. Mm. And then I'm watching. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There's like, um, Ryan Reynolds' whole story arc is about him having sex with high school girls. Like it's ridiculous. And then they have that that game where they show their genitals to each other, but yeah. like you have to call someone gay as well. And it's like, it's really bad. It is the one of the worst. It was one of the the biggest turnarounds I've ever had watching a movie like that. I thought in my mind was good, and then I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I like this. I felt ashamed for myself. I avoided that movie for a while because people rated it so highly and then I finally watched it and even then it would have been maybe 2010, 2011 yeah. I watched it I was like mm, this is a bit much yeah nah so if you ever if you ever thinking let's just you want to go check in Ryan Reynolds uh, back catalogue it's Lee waiting out of there or watch it and then like you know um, you know, see, see where that came from but, can I yeah. throw one more in while we're being disgusting yeah yeah we watched Sophie on Netflix okay. um, about this French woman that moved to Cork I think is that the true crime one? Yeah. Oh, I've seen the ad for that. Yeah. 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 That was that was messed up. I don't know. It wasn't that full on. It was just kind of frustrating. Mm. Okay. It was an interesting story. Definitely didn't need to be three parts. I don't want to give too much away because people should watch it. But they're just constantly hinting at what happened and how it happened. But the way it's unfolding, you're like, it didn't happen this... Like, yeah, okay. You're showing me what you say happened but then how you're showing me is it didn't happen that way i don't understand what's coming so you definitely need to sort of stick around to like the big big reveal it's worth watching it all okay yeah maybe we'll give it a go it's just yeah like uh, there's been a few netflix stockers i'm just like i don't know if i can do this anyways let's go back into the 90s uh and do the events I was looking at some reports about this first item. Like, some say it happened back in March, some say it happened now. But like, Billy Idol punched a woman in the face. Um, still can't find out why he did that. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter why, but like, there was no. There's. It's just all about how he. I'm sure even like domestic abuse people don't just randomly punch someone in the face for no reason. No, no, no. But like, um, so he was fined two thousand dollars and then made to make um public service announcements That's about so drug and alcohol. Um. <laughs> Several hundred thousand um, people uh, did a protest on Washington D.C. about abortion rights. I thought we were still on Billy Idol. No, no, no. <laughs> they were like, don't. <laughs> um, so uh, there was a there was a, a bill coming through by the so basically like because um, up until this point because later this year obviously the um, Bill Clinton gets elected so it's Democrat. We've had twelve years of um, Republicans up to this point. And they're really squashing stuff, anything to do with um, abortion and pro-abortion. Yep. So they, um, yeah, they, several hundred thousand people um, uh, protested um, these these things, and it was pretty 
pretty good. You can, I think there's a video you can watch and there's also like a bunch of articles you can read about it. It's really good. So cool. is this, are we still living in the now? Or is no, this is not. No, no. <laughs> unfortunately, it's still, <laughs> unfortunately, we haven't wet this out. Uh, and we've also got, um, so <clears throat> before we get into the quiz, um, there's something that we need to just discuss. discuss. The jury acquitted um, the four LAPD uh, police officers for beating Rodney King. Um, that happened uh, like um, last last year, nineteen ninety one. Um, this sparked off the LA riots. Um, obviously, this is for white men that beat a black man. Yes, yes. yeah. Um, so and that was okay, apparently. Well, yeah, and it was all caught on film. Um, it was just like the, a very huge miscarriage of justice. Like it, no one could could believe that this what what happened, and rightfully so. Um, people weren't happy about it, and uh, the, the the LA riots started. Um, We'll be going into next month with this too because it did last a long time. Again, it's, wait, this this is 92. This isn't living in the now. <laughs> it's 1992. <laughs> um, so, look, not that I don't want to stick on the subject because like, obviously it's a really important thing, but I don't think like uh, two white guys can really sort of from say... Australia. You from Australia can like say anything that like, you know, isn't just echoing like what we all know. Um, there is a uh, three um, resources I just wanted to point out people. Um, so there's one called Official Negligence, How Rodney King and the Riots Changed Los Angeles and the LAPD by Lou Cannon. Um, that's a book that is, um, it's like, it's a pretty huge book, um, but it goes through every little single facet of what happened um, going from the trial to like the, um, to the riots and then what happened in the aftermath. There is a doco on uh, Disney Plus called LA 92, which is amazing. Um, you should give it a go. There's also a comfort couple other um docos but they're kind of hard to find these days and there's a podcast uh called slow burn they've done stuff on like biggie and tupac and they've also done stuff on like um the uh monica Lewinsky scandal but they also did a season on the la riots so i definitely reckon that you should check that out so yeah hopefully you can um yeah if, if you want to sort of look into it more there's there's three really good resources there um but moving on from that uh, we do have the quiz that we do every uh, yeah. every week, so let's uh, get into that and roll the music. So, in you were living in England at this point, yeah? Uh, no, no, I okay, was All not right. far from here. In okay. Um, so the Conservative Party won the election. Oh, it's fine because I loved politics <laughs> too, no matter where I was. You would have heard names being thrown around though. No. Okay. So if I was to ask you the first question. Who, who was the leader of the Conservative Party that won in the UK? Uh, UK politicians yep. that weren't in the last 10 years. Yep. I know of Margaret Thatcher and Tony Blair. John Major. Oh, I do know that name. Yeah. I didn't know he was a politician, though. <laughs> you just thought he was a TV was... character. <laughs> I'm John Major. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a multi-part question. In France and China, two... Big businesses opened in each in each place. I want you to tell me which business in France and China. In France and China. So like the same business. It's not the same business. There's okay. one one that's like I'm not gonna give, I can't give you too much away because it was given away. But like huh. um, something that you probably heard about in the past in to do with France. There's been a Simpsons reference here and there for, to it, and something something that you wouldn't imagine would have been in China up until 1992. These are probably really good clues if you know the answers, but if you don't, <laughs> extremely vague. Okay, so China, like, what, what, what would you think has not been in China? Until... Foot Locker. No. Um, vending machines. 
No, they got heaps of vending machines. What are you talking about? Uh, sex workers. No. <laughs> a business. Uh, internet cafes. I'll give you a clue. Ikea. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. The same business opened up in Moscow last season. McDonald's? Yes. Ah. Oh, yes. China First, didn't have a McDonald's. China didn't have McDonald's until 1992. Holy shit. McDonald's started in like 50 something? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's um, America, huh? And now in France, in Paris. Burger King. Probably shouldn't remain. Probably should have said this is a business. It's, it's more of a, an attraction. Disney and World? You're a, you're, a, you're, a Disney. you're a Disney, yeah. Who you look a plan? My children need wine. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was a pretty shit question. But I was just like, I was, I was trying to work out how to... Um, Not make it obvious. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Okay. And there was a hundredth episode of uh, a long-running show, uh, Cheers, Murphy Brown, or Seinfeld had their hundredth episode. Cheers. No. Murphy? Yes. Yeah. Cheers was nearly, nearly at the end. At least I knew it wasn't Seinfeld. Let's go on to sports. Got some big news, remember? <gasps> the curling championship. Yeah, boy. Who was in the women's final? Norway and Scotland. No. Sweden defeated America. America's got... Okay, cool. Why not? They've not got sure. Ice. Oh, it's the world. It's not the Europeans. World. Oh yeah. Sorry. Okay. Canada um, in the men's. No. Scotland. Wait, are you saying who won or who was in it? Who was in it? Scotland was in it. Norway. No. Uh, I feel like we've never mentioned this country before. <laughs> is, it like... your, is it your favorite country flag? <laughs> the people's whatever. <laughs> it was Switzerland. Oh wow! Who defeated Scotland? Look at that. Yeah. Remember them. Yeah. I feel like they haven't come up yet. Oh, a little neutral Switzerland. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. They won something. Uh, anything else? Uh, many other things. <laughs> uh, the UEFA Cup final, leg one. Ooh. This is back when UEFA Cup was still two legs in the it's final. Like, let's make it go as long as mm-hmm. possible. Um, Torino and Ajax. Ajax, yeah. Or Ajax, if you want to be pronouncing yeah. all your letters. Uh, it was 2-2, leg one, yeah. in Turin. So that means that they got the Ajax got a wage. Yeah. yeah. Such a stupid thing, but yeah, whatever. Well, it makes sense. No, it doesn't. Um, so leg two, I believe, is in May. Nice. Which is the month that comes after April. Can you imagine it's like we played half the final? <laughs> we got to go and play the other part of the final. It's so stupid. Okay. Um, we also had the League Cup in England, which was irrelevant, but man, you won. I guess people care. Beat Nottingham Forest. It doesn't matter. Um, Are we getting, we're getting close to Cansnar kicking. Territory? I think that's a few years away. Okay. I'll Fucking make a mental note when it comes up. I, well, I, it comes up sometimes when you're just like randomly going through sports stuff and it's like, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> just look at him go. <laughs> it's like when athletes attack members of the public. <laughs> I <tried> to do. <laughs> but he's like, because like he just, he walks off so slowly and then he just makes a beeline to this, this guy and you can see him coming down and like, I'm going to go. So he's like, Eric Antona, nothing back it up with this. <laughs> I wonder, like, I'm not saying this guy deserved it, but I do wonder, like, did he pick that man out? Did he want to get that guy specifically? Did he specifically do something that he had to retaliate to? Oh, man. Or was he just full of anger and he had to expel it on someone and that guy got unlucky? Oh, I just remember he's, like, fly kicked him. Can you imagine Eric Cantona fly kicking you? With studs on. With studs on. Yeah. Um, something even better, <laughs> going through my YouTube last night, 
I think it was 1990, so I probably shouldn't refer back to it now. I missed out. But you know Gary Lineker? Yeah. <laughs> Shat himself during a game. <laughs> <laughs> it just came up in my little YouTube feed. And the thumbnail is him sitting on the floor. And then you play it and he's like, you know how dogs wipe their bum holes? He's scooting along the floor and trying to get the shit out of his shorts. He said he wasn't feeling well. And he went in for a tackle and it just happened. Yeah. He didn't run off. He didn't like run off to the toilet and try and clean himself up. He just wiped himself on the grass. Oh, God. So luckily it was wet that day. <laughs> he would have got it on his hands. Can you imagine the, the player that he's trying to tackle? It's like, oh, God. Have the ball, have it. I don't even want it. You have a penalty. <sighs> I've never heard of that before. I'm going to Google that as soon as we get off. Uh, and while you're having a good laugh, um, Geelong beat Richmond by 126 points. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Condolences, Craig. 126 points. Remember those days? There was those days where I remember like, where teams got like, absolutely just decimated by people. And then like two weeks later, Richmond smashed someone else by like 80 points. Like how? It doesn't make any sense. Isn't there like a mercy rule? There should be. Yeah, 126 man. is too many. Yeah. But uh, that is my sport. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, moving on to movies. Oh, I kind of want to stop everything right now and just watch that Gary Lineker thing. Um, oh, lost my place. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got... Well, it's, no, uh, not that good. No, it was, um, <laughs> for April, like a lot of kids' movies that came out too. Um, so we have Beethoven, Straight Talk, Thunderheart, Rockadoodle, Ferngully, Newsies, The Player, Sleepwalkers, The Babe, Brain Donors, Deep Cover, City of Joy, A Midnight Clear, Passed Away, and White Sands. Bunch of garbage, really. It was a lot of like a mid. There's a lot of. Midway films there. Um, I'm really, really keen to know what you picked. I'm keen to know what you picked. Well, I've got about three. Uh, so. I, I wanted to have three, but I only have two. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I watched um, I watched Rocket Doodle with my kids, and they did not care for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we watched. I watched Newsies because oh. Christian Bale as a yeah oh, young young Christian Bale um, in a musical. Oh no, I'm, I'm fine. No, thank you. Um, and it's like. He was young Bruce in this, basically, like, not in character, but, like, his, the way he talks and that you can see that he's, like, perfect, he's, he's American, because he plays, oh. like, a, a New York um, news newsboy back in the 1930s sort of thing. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, huh? Um, and I watched uh, Passed Away, which is kind of wow. like a um, Bob Hoskins, Phil Hoskins. You and Bob. Uh, really it was cool. kind of like a, um, um, kind of like Death at a Funeral. Oh yeah. So basically, okay. it, it um, Bob Hoskins' dad dies right at the start of the movie. Um, Grissom from uh, um, CSI plays his brother, who's like a complete dick. Um, his baby brother, or has he just always been old? No, no. He's actually in this one. He's just pretty old. Um, and then um, so all the, all the family come back, and then there's like all these sort of dy- different dynamics going on. Bob Hoskins apparently wants to cheat on his wife with Nancy Travis. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, it's like I found it. It was, it was like I watched it. At one o'clock on a Monday afternoon, my in my holidays, and man, did it fit that time slot just perfectly. Yeah, has had a bit of lunch, had my coffee, a little sweet something to eat, <laughs> nice and cozy. 
<laughs> I watched The Midnight Clear. Um, really cool, like uh, Gary Sinise's first movie. Is it, was it like is his film debut for 1992? Yeah. That's pretty. I mean, because like if you look at his career after that, like two years, uh, two years on for this, he's Lieutenant Dan. No shit. It's about a squad of um, American soldiers uh, in um, they they take over this this house and then a bunch of Nazi soldiers um, attack them, but then they realize that they both kind of don't want to be there, so they just they just wait out the winter together. And they okay. kind of it's kind of like a peacetime movie, but in a wartime setting. It's it's pretty good. Um, I will go on to my last choice in a little bit, but I, I'm really wanting to know what what did you? I picked the worst possible time to watch Fern Gully. Oh, it's raining like magic. Deep in the heart of the forest, there is a magical world where wondrous creatures play the day away. Red light. Red light again. And where an unusual girl named Krista dreamt of faraway places. Hey, where are you going? Until the day Krista ignored the warnings of her friends. Krista, stop! And flew where no one had flown before. There, she made a huge discovery. <laughs> Come on! Ah! Look out! You shrank me? Yeah. Catches on quick, doesn't it? Are you really a human? I'm Zach. I'm Krista. This weird creature is a human. Don't you think you're a little old to believe in human tails? Humans don't have tails. They have big, big bottoms that they wear with bad shorts. Which is any time where you might consider going to sleep. <laughs> is that Christian Slater? It's like yeah. The, yeah, like as 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 nature, bro. Yep, basically. <laughs> Um, and I didn't realize Tim Curry is the mm. bad guy in it. Tim Curry's in Fast Away. Oh. Yeah. Um, he's, Pizza. That's all I kept saying the whole time. Every time he came on. But his voice wasn't that recognizable. Nah. Which I guess is good. Like, he's a good voice actor. In this in this movie, he, he he's like, he's like he doesn't want to go because he like, he's the ex-husband of one of the, um, the sisters. And he pretends to be a husband, but he's like hitting on every other girl. It's like Gross. it's like the perfect Tim Curry role. <laughs> uh, could you imagine Tim Curry hitting on you? Oh, it's those teeth. Like, yeah. No thanks. I mean, unless he's got pizza. <laughs> um, Robin Williams as well. Yeah, it's, uh, ba- Batty. Batty. Uh, so growing up, I loved this film. I yep. don't know why. I think it's because I lived in Tea Tree Gully. <laughs> I was like, hey, this mother, is this is where they filmed it. <laughs> Go <laughs> find me a fairy. <laughs> Where's the bats, mother? <laughs> so, like, Robin Williams, obviously, as a kid, like, everything he did was amazing. Yeah. But I don't think I'd watch this again beyond the age of, like, 10. Okay. So, watching it again now, Laura enjoyed it. Yeah. She loved it as a kid. She loved Batty. Uh, I was not on board. I fell asleep in moments because. Uh, wow. This is terrible. No, but reading the letterbox reviews about it. <laughs> Classic liberal bullshit. <laughs> There's so many anti like this is just environmentalist propaganda. Oh my god. I, I thought Letterboxd was actually one of the places where you don't get that, but they they're starting to infiltrate us and it's like, go away, go back into IMDb. No, it's no, hilarious. Oh Give me god. more. Oh. It was so funny. Because if you look at um I'm, I was watching I was watching the Goldbergs, there's a there's a anti racism episode and it's like the like so, if you look at the ratings for the entire season, it's like you know seven, seven, eight, eight, seven, and this one's like four, and it's because all of like the right wingers down, downvote it, 
<laughs> to give it such a low rating and like all the all the ratings is like oh classic you know lost my um lost my uh, vote for watching this show like you know you're, you're on the pc bandwagon it's like it's about racism <laughs> so yeah um my other film i want it to be the babe oh I, john goodman i also think i watched that as a kid yeah and it's a baseball film i did not watch that i think he's too nice to be the babe because i heard the babe's like real it was like real yeah. grumpy like he was well not- this would be like the Disney version of it where he's nice and he, there's some kid on the cover. I'm guessing they're friends. Oh, he's, he's like holding a kid. Like, yeah. and I was like, I was like, Babe Ruth probably like threw a kid. <laughs> he ate that kid later. <laughs> so he got the name the Babe. <laughs> what they call the Babe? He eats babies. The other, other white meat. Oh my God. Uh, right. So obviously my other choice, you know what it was. Um, Beethoven. Beethoven. Ivan Reitman, who brought you Ghostbusters, Kindergarten Cop, and Twins, proudly presents the biggest dog star of them all. Beethoven. No, 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 no. No, no. Wherever there's trouble, wherever there's danger, wherever there's food, mutt. Oh, I just love these big dumb animals. Look who's coming to the rescue. I watched it last year and I felt it still like it, it like the, the boys watch it with me and they, they kind of dug it. Um, uh, there's not really a lot of scary bits in it. It's like it's a pretty decent kids movie. We watched Free yeah. Wheelie the other night and like there's some bits in that. I'm just like, eh. um, <laughs> is that coming up? Uh, 90, yeah, 93. Okay. Um, so, um, uh, David Duchovny and is it, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus? No, it? Patricia Heaton. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah sorry. Got my, basically. Got my sitcom ladies <laughs> mixed up. Um, she's in uh, National Lampoons. Uh, Christmas Vacation, she's the next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking amazing. Basically the same couple. Yeah. Um, it wasn't bad. Like, I still enjoyed it because there was a giant dog in it. Yeah. But the dad is infuriating. Charles Grodin. Oh, God, he's the worst. I fucking love him. I don't care. <laughs> Just like the kitty nature of some of the scenes, like he walks in and Beethoven's like shaking his wet and the door is just standing there going, ah, <laughs> like move out of the way. Classic Groden. <laughs> and also how smart this dog is. Oh. It never struck me as a child. Like, so he can hear everything. Obviously he's a dog. He can smell things, but he can sense them and he can preempt things. He's, I don't know if there's like an underlying he's been reincarnated from some sort of like superhero. Like the, um, remember that Benji movie when like it was someone? Yeah. yeah it was awesome. Oh, Benji. But like when the little girl almost drowns in the pool. Yeah. He's trying to break out of the house when she's just near the pool. Like he sensed danger. He sensed she was going to fall in because she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> she, the, the way, way she she's falls. bouncing that ball. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, the director said, he's like, all right, honey, we're going to go um, do the, the drowning scene. So I need you to make it like, you know, somewhat believable. 
There would have been better if someone off camera just pushed her in. (laughs) The babe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Yeah, I remember that scene sticking out as like, I'm like, I don't think she knows how to do this. Except for the mum. The everything about it. The mum and the and Beethoven. Everything else was garbage. And I think was that Rimshot? Is his little girlfriend Rimshot? Yeah, it looks I like it, yeah. Look yeah. It has yeah. to be. It's the same era. Got around. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um going from a movie that celebrates animals Ooh. to a movie that I was actually gonna say, Hey, you should watch this and then I was like, No, you should definitely not watch Uh-oh. this. I watched Sleepwalkers. Charles Brady is new in town. You can actually talk to him? Yeah, he's nice. Real nice. The girls all like him. The teachers all respect him. Your teachers in Ohio must have been sorry to lose such a creative young man. The parents all trust him. He's utterly charming. But nobody really knows him. Like his mother. You cannot be in love with this girl. She looks. You don't know me, Tanya. But I want to. Behind their smile is a secret. Hi. Come in, Tanya. I have something for you. I don't know who you are, but I know you're not who you say you are. Behind the secret is a hunger. Does it have to be her? (laughs) And behind it all is the imagination of Stephen King. Strap the fuck in. <laughs> it's, it opens. You watched a lot of movies this month. Yeah, it opens <laughs> on uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, like He's, a, he's a, uh, a cop down in California. I was like, that looks like Mark Hamill. I'm like, furiously, like, I knew he was like, it's, he's not in like any of the, um, the major cast. I'm like, that's Mark Hamill. And down the bottom, uncredited Mark Hamill. Oh. Is that because people were embarrassed to have him in their films because <laughs> he was just Luke Skywalker? Can you imagine Mark Hamill in 1992? <laughs> He's just like, hey guys, uh, I need some work. <laughs> get in, the, get in the, the makeup trailer and become a cop. All right. I can imagine, you know how in like Chinese man's theater, there's people that dress up like characters for photos. <laughs> just him. I imagine him doing that outside of movie studios being like, look, still got it. <laughs> hey guys. Look, be a Jedi tonight. <laughs> Basically. Um, so it, it opens with him and another cop and they're walking towards a crime scene. And they're, they're, they're both, both obviously not, they're both obviously shocked about what, uh, what they see. Okay. It pans across to a front yard of a tree. A dozen dead cats hanging from rope and they're all disemboweled Satanists. and like cut, and, cut up and lots of stuff. Satanists. No. Oh. This movie doesn't really ever explain this, okay? So this movie is about a mother and son mm-hmm. who do stuff that mother and son's probably shouldn't do but then you're up in a tree but then no oh they say like the 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 mother and son of um they're they're disappeared um they look in like 
there's cats everywhere dead to hang from trees. They look and they find a corpse in the house and then it just sort of fades to like the um, the title sequence. And then there's a bunch of stuff about... Wait, how long is this movie? It's uh, hour and a half sort of thing. So then it cuts to like they're in a small sleepy town in like middle of America and um, the son um, and the mum are like dancing and, and, and then they sort of go up to the bedroom and then it cuts to like the outside of the house and there's a bunch of cats that have started like um, flock, flocking towards the house. Um, in the, so the mum's cat woman. In the bedroom, there's just a purple light emanating from whatever they're doing in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you find out that they're, they're these creatures. I don't know whether they're aliens or they're some sort of creature that basically they need to feed on people. And what they do is they basically go to a town, they feed on a bunch of people, and then they move on to the next town. They don't really, they, they never say what the creatures are. They never see, they never say, and apparently cats, the reason they, they, they kill cats is that cats can um, see through their their human form and, and okay. can see, and then... And they hang the cats up to warn the other cats. Yeah, basically. But, so there's a lot of cat death in this movie, but the finale, and I'm going to spoil it for you because it's like, this movie's fucking crazy. <laughs> um they they both they they basically get de- defeated by a bunch of cats just like like jumping yeah. on them and scratching them and lots of stuff awesome. and it's it's amazing. Um, there's like a girl that he becomes attracted to, um, and then he tries and steals. But I think they're trying to steal their soul. They do not. They everyone watch this movie. They do not explain anything. That's why like it seems like it starts off really quick. What you're saying and it's yeah. like if it goes for an hour and a half, are they gonna? Surely they like they'll wrap it all up if it starts that quickly. It. Surely basically goes to, to it goes to like you find out what they are there's a little bit of like um willy won't he with his new girl then he tries it on this and is then the, the son the son and then um how old is this son uh i don't know like he's in high school so like 17 okay uh the girl's parents that he's trying to steal the soul from the same parents of ferris bueller oh nice married in real life wow uh you've got Celebrity cameo, you've got Stephen King as the graveyard uh, keeper. You've got um, John Landis and um, Toby Hooper, like horror directors. They're like lab technicians in this movie. It's really weird. Like they've got all these like really cool cameos. Um, Ron Perlman's in there huh. like um, for about five minutes until he gets his um, his arm ripped off. <laughs> it's just, it is an insane movie that does like, it doesn't, it just, leaves you asking so many questions like my my wife sort of walked in halfway through and she's like what are you watching i'm like i don't know um but if you get a chance i found it on amazon um i would is very much worth the four dollars just to watch this like batshit crazy film um and uh (laughs) i think it it ends with an enya song too so you know nice Uh, so apparently the budget, according to Google, was twenty nine point two million dollars. Yeah, and it took in thirty point five. I'm surprised <laughs> it made budget. Like seriously, because you imagine rough. going. If, I was imagining going to this on a Friday night, like um, like yeah, you know, you're just gonna see the new horror movie from Stephen King, and like the first thing you do is see a mother and son having purple sex, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Not even regular sex. <laughs> yeah, just purple sex. Um. And like, yeah, and just heaps of dead cats. Hang on one sec. Okay, so I've, I've brought Mal in just for a sec because I need. We're, we're talking about. We're Hello, talking Marilyn. about. We're talking about sleepwalkers. That movie we watched. Oh. <laughs> tell tell, tell everyone in the mic what you thought of sleepwalkers. <laughs> um. No, 
I've got nothing to that. I didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> what um, was your critique, Frawley? I just gave him the rundown of the movie of the, the, the cats and lots of stuff and just like how they did. The cats was probably the freakiest part. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the cats were the freakiest part. I wasn't sure as an animal lover whether Ben and Laura we would have enjoyed that. We were discussing whether we should do that. Like, I was like, oh, we should get them to watch it. I'm like, I don't know whether they're going to like this or not. Cause it's like, yeah, like oh, mum and son having sex. Like, they're fine with that. <laughs> See, I, I refuse to watch that part. The best that was bit was like, shocking. you walked in, you're like, and you, you even said, it's like, oh, what's going on here? I'm like, oh, it's a mother and son. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was out straight away. That was bad. So I just needed to, to, to let have another opinion of someone who watched the movie. So, oh, I did yeah. really like the car part. Though where it was um, where they'd make themselves, but also oh, cars they can, invisible. They can make that themselves, cool. and then whatever car they're in disappear. Ooh, but yeah, that was cool. the cats can see it. So like, <laughs> there's a there's a high speed chase, and the guy goes invisible, and the cop sort of stops right next to the car, and then the cat's just looking at this the this the invisible car, and the guy he's like, <laughs> stop looking at me, cat. <laughs> Part. The cop couldn't even hear him, and he's like yelling at the cat. Yeah, he's like, yelling at this cat, and he's like, apparently you can't hear anything either. Yeah, yeah, but everyone knows that cats see ghosts anyway. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this cat's just like. <laughs> the cats should have actually appeared in the credits. They had a pretty big part oh, in that man. movie. We were like, <laughs> oh, but yeah. they did the freakiest thing when they shape shifted their faces. Not the cats, but yeah, the, yeah. So the like, sleepwalkers. You know, at the end of Terminator Two, when like um the T-1000 is dying and he, he goes through every every little permutation he's been yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of does that. Like, they go through every single sort of thing they've, they've yeah, turned it was, into. Yeah, But yeah, he, they've got the power to turn a Trans Am into a Porsche. Mm. Or like, what was the red car? Or the Hot Rod oh. or something? Corvette or something. I don't know. No, no, it was like a Ferrari or something. Yeah, was, he's like... Yeah. <laughs> so these guys are only one prestige car. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I didn't understand why they called it Sleepwalkers, though. I didn't get that part to the movie. There was no sleepwalking involved, so it wasn't that. There was no answers in this yeah. movie. It just made me... Oh, anyway. I'm going to leave you guys to it. Thank that was you. a terrible movie. Nobody should watch it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't catch that part. Everyone should watch this movie. <laughs> I was trying to look up how many cats were killed in the making of Sleepwalkers, but I don't think anyone wants to answer that question by the sounds of it. Uh, there's a big ball that was in the movie. No animals were harmed during this movie, but we we do appreciate that. Like There was a lot of... <laughs> simulated cat <laughs> carnage but also people excuse me for getting uh, political on you on everyone okay they say killing animals for food isn't harming them because we're killing them to eat them it's not harm it's, it's murder it's okay. death okay so if you kill a cat while making something it wasn't harmed we just straight up killed it because we had to we didn't harm it pretty sure they weren't we ended its life we're pretty, we're pretty sure there wasn't real real cats there I don't know it's 1992 it's not Milo Notice here Ooh, that's true. Um, cool. So going on some. <laughs> are, you, are you sure you finished with the movies you watched? I don't know. Like I could, I could talk about Sleepwalkers for a long time. I can't believe you watched the Babe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, going on to TV. All right. So that was. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. It's taking a long one. It's alright because there's no TV to talk about anyway. Uh, Barney and Friends debut. Two plus two is four. Um, and Heartbeat, the show uh, that was on all the time in my house every uh, fucking Sunday We had night. the soundtrack. Why do you miss when my baby kisses? I don't know. I don't know if I liked that show or not. I remember sometimes like wanting to watch it, being excited for it to be on, and then other times like, ugh. Again. I remember there's a bit where... Um, 
they sort of referenced the um I think it was like the like kind of like mad cow disease and a bunch of animals were dying and when that what that scene was on they played um Knights in White Satin and like I I remember getting emotional because it was like really really oh yeah it was like um I missed that one a lot of bunch of a bunch of stuff was happening it was like one of the best sort of like sync ups to that song because that song's pretty sad I'm not it's sure. a good song yeah it's good oh man oh banger yeah um but like it's always paired up with kind of tra- tragedy or, or like yeah. yeah sort of thing so um we do have though some we did actually do the simpsons and seinfeld uh last uh last episode but there wasn't much to talk about in that um but we in this one we've got the parking space classic uh with, with george parking? yeah yeah with yeah. george and the other guy um yep. and uh oh yeah, yeah whether well, he was going to back into the park and yeah. Yeah. Um, George mansplaining his parking thing to Elaine at the start is just like, it's pure George. <laughs> just like, I can, I can think of three people in my life that would do the exact same thing. Like, just like, this is this is a thing of beauty and it's like, you just missed the park, dude. <laughs> Good work. I uh, had a, what I thought was a fun George reference at work yesterday because a girl was wearing this huge jacket. And I wanted to start calling her Costanza or Gore-Tex and she was young and did not understand and it was... You just didn't go off and start slapping. <laughs> <laughs> the scary cold. <laughs> um, and The Simpsons, it was the Otto show. So, Spinal Tap. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Medium setting. <laughs> Why didn't I watch that? Oh my God. It was such what a weird thing because I remember at the time I was like, who the fuck is Spinal Tap? And I was like, I just had no idea until like later on. You I, know what? I've, I thought it was a fictional band. I've, no, I've still never seen this in Spinal Tap. <sighs> Fran Drescher's in it. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> what? She's good. I, just, I don't know. I just, I've never seen it. I don't know. Like it's, it's just been, I've, I've heard all the jokes, the turn up to 11 and stuff. I've just never seen it. I don't think you'd find it funny now, but I'm curious yeah, if you've never seen it, what it would be like to watch now. I'll give it a go. You know how you want like a modern day 20-year-old to watch Wayne's World or something? Yeah. A modern day 39-year-old to watch this world's app. Because it wasn't really our time. No. It's like, um, yeah, someone watching Blues Brothers for the first time. It's like, that'd be interesting. I reckon that's that's an interesting movie for people to watch. Like, I imagine everyone would hate that. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Still love it. Yeah. Uh, so the Otto show uh, is basically when Otto moves in with um, with the Simpsons. Um, pretty good, pretty good episode actually. From uh, what I recall, yeah. One of my favorite lines is when um, and Homer, Homer had a piece of food stuck to his face for a week. It wasn't something <laughs> so little; it was a chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we've got everyone's favorite Law Not a Minute. God. Um, so we've got three episodes, so it's the full minute this time. <clears throat> Shouldn't that be 45 seconds? Doesn't matter. Um, oh, okay. I could do 45 seconds. Okay, 45 seconds. Right. Oh, I gosh. still haven't got a stopwatch on my watch. Um, so if you just, are you ready? I'm ready. Then go. Okay, so uh, the first one we have is the. 
Oh, it's not a good start. No, it's not a good start. Um, is a, 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 a Jewish diamond dealer is... Um, wasted 10 seconds. Oh, man. The Jewish diamond dealer is, caught, uh, is found dead in the street. He's been set alight. And the, the cops heard from someone that five black youths are running away. So we'll go arrest them. Yeah. You know what? Wasn't them. No way. <laughs> uh, this was a pretty problematic episode and uh, pretty hard to watch, actually. Um, the next one uh, is uh, all about Asian gangs. 15. I love it when uh, Law and Order uh, tries to focus on a particular ethnic group and then like just completely fucks it up. Um, the next one after that is uh, Silence. It's about a gay man who gets found um, dead and the cops find out that a tip. Man. You wasted 10 seconds at the start. You would have nailed that. I know. Although I did rush you into it because my watch was like at 15 seconds. I was like, oh, just go now. It's okay. Going on music. All right. So first some music news and I'm going to fuck up this name. Uh, David Bowie married Aman. I thought it was Eman. Okay. Sure it's Aman. Aman. Okay. So they married yes. and then she was with him until the end. Yep. Yes. Still post about him quite often. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, she's got it's real okay. loves. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it was. Okay. Uh, we have would before we go to the what was released. We'll go to the charts. Now, um, <laughs> this song. I don't know. I, I've always liked it. I don't know why. Sounds like Days of Thunder. Does not. Oh. You know what? You watch Passed Away in the afternoon. <laughs> You're in for some, uh, for some loving. Um, Vanessa Williams um, said the best last is uh, that she, that was the only... Uh, uh, song on the chart for US for the entire month. Fair enough. That's a that's a good tune. I don't know if I've um, mentioned it on the um, podcast or just to other people, but like I've noticed that there's like a real shift. Like this is when it's getting into like one song dominating like a month or two all in a row, rather as like the first two episodes, like 1990, 1991, you had like you know sometimes four different songs in the yep. one month. So um, is that because songs are getting better or people are just clinging onto it more? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, what's... Uh, is it a thing of like, yeah, you just you just want to... And maybe like radio stations are just like slamming the song into the ground like over and over and over again. So it's like until you buy the single. So. How soothing are some of those early 90s songs as well though? Oh, yeah. Like 90s pop now, there's still like some of it's still quite nice, but it's so comforting and just soft and... Yeah, no. Caressing your ears hungrily. Okay. <laughs> um... In Australia, oh, this is a song. That wow. was in the Australian charts for a couple of weeks. I cannot think of anything more Australian than having the 12th man. Look, 
Twelve Pounds funny. I don't give a shit. He, <laughs> it's pretty he fucking was funny. Um, uh, but you have the song uh, for the entire nation has voted like well, you know, is, is buying the single for this song, "Marvelous" by the Twelfth Man. It's all about. Uh, and it's, it, this is in April, so it's not even cricket season, but it's all about cricket commentators and like an impersonation. Cricket season's over though, so you're clinging on to a bit more cricket if you like cricket. Yeah, and then like um, it's just like it's just this ode to like a, a, a cricket commentator that like you know it's, it's probably well renowned like you know in the cricket world. It's weird, yeah. Like it's yeah. just like you know think about it now. I mean, um, but I do remember like me and my sister used to get the um, the CD. No, we actually had it on tape. And we'd just sit in a room and just laugh our asses off like listening to the 12 bands. So. We had Wide World of Sports. Yeah. With own, Max Walker. Yeah. yeah. It's the only one we ever had. Because so <laughs> it's the, the best other, one. Yeah. Whenever I heard the other ones, I was like, no, this isn't funny. I don't grow up with this. <laughs> but we thrashed that tape. Because it, it was like listening to a movie. Yeah. It was yeah. just funny nonstop. It was, it was. And everything was quotable. Yeah. It was, it was like, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't listened to it. I just realized that he's actually got a, there's a Spotify. Um, they are on Spotify. Oh, so I'm thinking of like listening to them again and seeing if they are still funny. I'm pretty sure they will be. Yeah. So I mean, we've got American listeners. Like you'll, you should look up Marvel. You can't actually that the the song Marvelous isn't actually on Spotify. You have to go to YouTube for it. But like, that's what we were listening to in 1997 in April. Um, and the other song that was on the Australian charts was Under the Bridge by uh, Red Chili Peppers. Banger. Okay, so um, just the releases for uh, April 1992, we've got Matters of the Heart with Tracy Chapman. I liked it. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. nice. She's very good. Got panned critically. Ugh. Um, Because obviously she had um, like Fast Cars and um, uh, what was the other one? Um, Talk About Revolution. Like she was a little bit more angry in like the 80s. Yeah. I I can't believe those songs are the 80s. Yeah, I know. I remember like 97, 98. Fast Car was still huge. Well, there's a song coming up in a sec where it's like I can't believe this one's in the 90s um, so we got Bricks Are Heavy by L7 yeah I didn't listen to that I probably should have fucking loved it Off the Deep End Widow Angovich meh mm. um, Slanted and Enchanted by Pavement no Check Your Head Beastie Boys Tongues and Tails Sophie B. Hawkins Wish by The Cure and Diva by Annie Lennox I had intent to listen to a few more of these because <laughs> Beastie Boys I know there's someone that I should like I should give more of a chance to. I, just, I like the occasional song. I'm not like I couldn't do a full Beastie Boys album. It's yeah, like this one um, in particular. Like I'm a little bit of a uh, of a like a. I like their their singles. Like I don't really sort of um, I haven't yeah. really explored them. There's um apparently like a really good uh, podcast called um I think it's No Dogs in Space. It's by the um last house last podcast podcast on the left um oh, yeah. group. They do like an, uh, an episode on the Beast Boys, or about four episodes on the, on the Beast Boys that, that sort of are a good sort of um, starting point if you're wanting to get into them. So um, that one, it's a, yeah, check your head. Um, the singles off it were um, Passable, so, so What You Want and Gratitude. Um, yeah, good stuff. I liked it. So. Is the, the one you were surprised at 90s, is this... The, the Cure? cure the, the, yeah, The Cure, like Friday, um, Friday yeah. Uh, yeah. I was told not to complain about the length of the songs. <laughs> By who? <laughs> what else do you talk about when you listen to a Cure album? These songs are really long. Because the first six songs, you're like, oh, these all just sound the same. They're just going into another and they're going on forever. Oh, Friday I'm in Love! Yeah! 
<laughs> the makeout albums. Yeah, it's. I still can't get over the difference in not like the quality of the songs, just like the feel of them. Like yeah, we went and saw them live, and it's <laughs> even longer. I know. I, <laughs> I definitely probably fell asleep at some point. We all sat down. I was tired. Their songs went. They're longer than on the actual albums. <laughs> so if you don't know the song, it's just this long droning, not going anywhere journey, and then like. Friday when love comes on like ah oh, this is like yeah I was I thought this was 80s and I think this, I think I've had this like conclusion a couple of times I'm like yeah. yeah but it's such a good tune there's like the rhythm this melody it's yeah. upbeat it's poppy it's fun it's interesting nothing uh, else on that album is oh that's a banger yeah uh, Bricks of Heavy is a really good. The Shitless is one of my favorite songs. Um, that's it's been on most of my daily playlists for as long as I can remember. I love that song so much. Uh, we've got um, Damn, I wish I was your lover, which you might uh, know some similarities to our the ending song on our podcast. Um, done by the no, no probably not <laughs> the amazing Andrew Golding. Uh, Who's this? Annie Lennox. Oh. I didn't get that far. That's a good one. Another good one. Is it? Is it? I'm waiting. (laughs) You're not winning it, so. Oh. She didn't need that guy at all. Annie, who do you think you are putting two banger songs on an album like that? Just, it's just, you're, you're too talented. It's too much. Just too much? Yeah. Too much. Who needs three <laughs> or four? Ever since you left Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, I also need to make a uh, quick um, addition because last month uh, I missed out someone, and it was like a huge someone to me. Uh-oh. Uh oh! I didn't realize that they. Re- I knew they released an album in 1992, and I was listening to them the other day, and I was like, "Oh, when was their album released?" And it was in March, and I missed it, so I'm putting it in now retroactively. Okay. So, a band near and dear to my heart, um, Cracker. Oh yeah! Released their first album in March 1992. Um, now, Cracker for me, for some reason, like it's just one. Of those, I, I heard them like my my brother was into them. I heard them through his wall. Um, I got into them uh, just after my my first son was born, and for some reason, I just went like mad into it. And I got like all their albums and got really really into them. So um, yeah, definitely have to sort of. If you never heard them, um, you will know one of their other songs in a couple of years' time. Um, when the the next album comes out, but this one's got teen angst. What the world? They're kind of a bit alternative country, a little bit sort of rock. It's just I don't know, like for some reason they just appeal to me, and like yeah, I've always loved them. They're very much a Paul band. 
Man, like they are a poor band. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are uh, if you put them on, put, put them on a tour with uh, Soul Asylum and uh, Jim Blossoms, and whew, man, yeah, yeah, gotta hold steady. Oh man, that all sounds. The same. There was a yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, yeah, good album. If you ever get a chance to listen to it, um, and you ever want to know what a what a definitive Paul band is, I give you Cracker. <laughs> let's let's end though in April, because I. I don't know if I've already mentioned for years when I would go to the shop, go to like the record store looking for Pearl Jam bootlegs. Yeah. Every time they didn't have it, they had pavement. Like okay. alphabetically, it was always pavement and Pearl Jam. Yeah. If there's no Pearl Jam, it was like fucking pavement. Why do you have all these pavement CDs? No one knows who they are. I'd <laughs> never don't. listened to them. I'd never given them a chance. And that was validated this week because they suck. No, I did not enjoy them at all. They There's are not much more boring sounding bands than Pavement. Pavement um, made their business to be the Dull. alternative of what was going on at the time. Like I remember, like they didn't hate Nirvana and Pearl Jam, but like they used to say, like sort of take shots at them in, in interviews and stuff like that, and say like, you know, well, if they think they're being alternative, then that's fine by them, but they're not. I um, think I like them less than Jesus and Mary Chain. Oh wow! Yeah. There's a um, the next album, Crooked Rain. Um, is it might turn you around on them because that, that's that's got some pretty decent songs on this one. This one's like you know it's not too bad, but yeah, like there's the best is still to come for for pavement. So when you're competing with uh, Tracy Chapman and Annie Lennox with those bangers, <laughs> so in that, what is your movie and uh, album for the week? Uh, I guess my movie is still Beethoven because there's a dog in it purely <laughs> because there's a Saint Bernard. No, Look- Boston Terrier is a bit disappointed. I, in there. I don't want Sleepwalkers to be my favourite movie. But being so weird, you can't say it wasn't. And like, he's got, they've got some good commission from Bob Hoskins. Like, you know, <laughs> Bob Hoskins being in a movie is like, you, three quarters of your work's already done. Yeah, just wait till he gets his shirt off. He didn't. He was very rugged <gasps> up in this. Wow. It's like, come on. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to say Sleepwalkers just because it's so fucking weird. You watched like 12 films. How is that the best one? It's not so much the best one. It's just the one that like stuck with me. I can't believe we didn't watch any of the same. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You watched all of them and not the two that I watched. <laughs> um, and in my favorite, uh, what's your favorite album? Gotta be Tracy. Okay. I'm... Because every song was good or interesting or had something. Yeah. While I love Walking on Broken Glass, the song, um, mm-hmm. I think that might even make it into my top five songs for the year. Yeah. Um, I have to give it to um, Bricks Are Heavy by L7 because it's just, um, yeah. It's... I really know that one song. The rest of us are like, oh, I'm just pretend we're dead. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've, uh, yeah, I, I've been a pretty big fan of L7. And like, look, I, I tried to sort of really get it. Like, I like Tracy Chapman and I liked um, uh, the Beastie Boys and stuff like that. But I think... Playing it safe, I'm gonna gonna go for yeah L7 bricks are heavy is my favorite release for the month. So with that, uh, we bring April '92 to a close. If you want to get in contact with us, it is uh, livingthepastpod at gmail.com. You can get um, in contact with us on Instagram. Uh, you can also leave a five star review or some nice comments on Apple or wherever you get your podcast from. You can check us out and. I was just thinking the other day. I was just, I, when I was doing the, um, I was putting the episode up. Uh, all the links for Spotify and Letterbox are actually in the um, description. So, oh. 
uh, check out the description. There's there's links there for you. So just click on that or copy and paste it, and then uh, you'll be at our um, our playlists and also our um, our list of movies we watch for the for the season. And until next well next week, Ooh. we've got our Mighty Ducks watch along. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be tough to watch without the sound. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, I can't gonna... just wait for diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's some plastic behind me. <laughs> That's going to be like the, the chippies of this watch along. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, so yeah, well, um, so if uh, I think from what I've gathered, I think a lot, a lot of people like uh, watch the movie before it and then like listen to us later talk about it sort of thing. So yeah, get it's on Disney Plus. Um, I'm sure you can find if you can <laughs> the amount of op shops I've been to this week. There's been the Mighty Ducks in nearly every single one. And to clarify, this is the original first film, yeah. not the new TV show. Champions, the new TV show is good by the way. Champions in Australia it was re- it was called. Yeah. Um, and yeah, not not D two, not D three. <laughs> I mean, not there's anything wrong with that. No, fine films. So until next week, we'll see you next time, alright? Bye. <laughs> Smooth. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at Mild Scribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Relax.